Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. JM Rewind gives us an opportunity to check out some of the recent interviews that have taken place on JM in the AM. Our most recent on-the-road show was our show at the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School. We had an opportunity to speak with some wonderful guests. We start with the president of the school, Jeremy Halpern, joined us. Here's what that conversation sounded like on this edition of JM Rewind on the Nahum Siegel Network. And um, today we're going to be meeting with um, a whole bunch of people, students, faculty members, administrators, and we have an opportunity to start things off this morning with the president of the Kushner Schools, Jeremy Halpern, who is here bright and early to greet us on this Tuesday morning. I say good morning and welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, it's really an honor for us to have you here today, and we're very proud to be able to talk about and show off uh, the incredible works that's being done at Kushner Academy here, uh, both the lower, uh, middle, and upper schools. And I just want to correct you on one thing. I'm the co-president, ah. the wonderful co-president, Dov Lendo, who's been amazing, uh, and uh, unfortunately he can't be here with us this morning, but uh, so I, I have to give him his due. So he's left the tough task to you, Mr. Halpern. I think it's a pleasure. I think it's an honor. I immensely appreciate it. I wish she was here, but I'm glad to be here with you. How long have you been in this uh, position as co-president? I started this past summer, about uh, July, and uh, it's really been, I'd say, probably one of the most rewarding experiences of my life, Uh, getting to come here and see the kids on a weekly, if not multiple times a week basis, uh, is really something that's just so special and such an immediate gratification. Something we do immediately affects the children. Uh, you get to see it in their eyes every day. You get to see the excitement. They come into school. There's Hebrew music playing outside. It's it's something special. It's it's just a really great you know activity for the day and a way to start the day. Well, I alluded a moments ago to exactly what you're referring to. We are sitting in the main vestibule, the lobby, the the welcoming area of the of, of really all the schools. Um, but certainly the younger children are the ones who are going to be coming in here primarily. And this place comes to life a few minutes from now. This place is going to be just bustling uh, with uh, anxious students during Purim week, which I have a feeling is even more festive here, uh, during Purim week who just want to you know, get into class and have some fun and do their work and, and you know, looking forward to what their teachers have to offer that day. It's a very fun environment. I'll tell you that I find an amazing thing, which is that the uh, – first of all, you're 100% right in uh – I don't know, 40 minutes from now or 35 minutes from now, it's going to start. People, kids are going to be pouring in here. And there's just a reverse correlation between grade level and number and that enthusiasm. You see it in the pre-Kers and the threes, the fours, uh, you know, first grade, second. They come in, they are really excited. Rare All the way up to that, you know, eighth grade. And then somehow they go to ninth grade, something switches on, they realize, wait a minute, this is a lot of work. You know, uh, you graduate with the Kushner Academy Diploma, that's, that's something special, but you've got to work for it. And uh, uh, so I'd say that, that that's the only difference. And maybe it's good we have the two different entrances. This goes up to eighth grade, and uh, the high school comes to the other side, and they're not necessarily as excited to come. More, more subdued, huh? A little bit. You know. Presidents often start their administration with a certain agenda or certain goals. Now, I said earlier, and I think everyone knows this, when it comes to uh, you know, what we in the, in the Orthodox community refer to as the Yeshiva League, this is one of the stellar institutions. I mean, we're talking about one of the historic schools and one that is uh, certainly admired now um, in 2019 as one of the top schools in our community. So now, having, having a school that has achieved that level, you come in with your own agenda, your own program, it may be 
difficult to implement something new or take the school in a different direction. Did you have a certain goal when you started? Uh, I certainly did. Uh, but the way I look at it is, uh, first of all, I appreciate what you say about the quality of education here and the quality of the school and program we put on. Uh, you know, I have a business background, and I look at this as we have the best product. You know, you're coming out with the best product in the market. How do you make sure it continues to be the best product? And how do you make sure people understand the value that they're getting um, and, uh, and, and improve everybody's life around the school that's involved in the school, the children, the parents, teachers, administration? So uh, I first have to say that I was very lucky. To come in at this point, in this, this past year, was the greatest gift that I could have gotten for any point that I would do this in my life was to do it now. We are coming off of uh, an incredible time where the school has really built itself up. Um, we have the highest level uh, caliber of sciences and math and language arts and art programs and I mean, just really everything you can imagine you would want in a great uh, private school, L leaving even out the Jewish mm -hmm. education for a second. Then you add on a top-notch Jewish education. And it's, it's really something very unique. Uh, we're a very welcoming school. Uh, we came into, I came into to, to working on this board, and I realized, wow, this, the board that runs the school, uh, works with the administration on a daily basis, is incredible. And we have some of the most amazing people working on the executive committee and the board. And they, they put their, their heart and soul into it. They're highly intelligent and highly professional. And it makes my job very easy. I basically come in and say, look, Let's do the best we can. Let's all put it out there and see what we can get. And my job is to take the – when there's a mistake, that's on me. Otherwise, let's go forward and let's achieve great things. Uh, one of my goals for the – yes, about my agenda was yeah. to help Rabbi Rubin. We have this leader in Rabbi Rubin that, honestly, in my opinion, there's no one else like him. We are great admirers. Oh, he's amazing. He – I don't know if he ever sleeps because uh, he starts off his day at 6 o'clock something and ends it usually at 1, 2 a.m. I get emails from him sometimes 2.30 in the morning, so uh, – uh, you know, that my, my, my goal is to work with him, to help him to build up his world so that maybe he could get a little bit extra sleep. Maybe he can he, he could be a little bit more relaxed because he does so much. Uh, he's trying to expand the school in every direction possible, and he's doing it. It's amazing to see. Secondly, we had a big shift this year. Uh, you know, we sold the land behind the school. Right. And uh, uh, that was actually done years ago, but finally closed this year. And we had to go and build uh, uh, new facilities on the side, which gave us a great opportunity to start over and to build some really great high-level uh, facilities and, and really finish off the school in a beautiful way. So uh, uh, we're doing that now, and, and that was also part of, of why I wanted to come in now. And when they, when they asked me, uh, I am a builder, and I thought this would be a good time to help the school. And, again, it's just you look at the people from the administration and the board and parents in general, they're excited about it. They're coming into it and saying, how can we help? Uh, and, uh, you know, so I, I want to take the school now and, and help it just to continue because it's, it's not good enough to just say let's inspire excellence or let's achieve excellence. In my opinion, you want to know how I sum it up? Simple. I want to change this tagline one day from inspire ex excellence, inspiring excellence to redefining excellence. And I want to have kids who want to come here. They live in Florida. I want them to say, Mommy, Daddy, is there a way to dorm at Sorry about that. No, no problem. That, that's, that's, that's what I want to have. I want to have it that this is not just up there with the best schools. It's the preeminent school. Jeremy Halpern's here, co-president of the Kushner Schools. You, you alluded to your building background, and, and when you walked in this morning, uh, you may have thought it was just a casual statement, but to me it was something so poignant. You mentioned the history 
that your family has when it comes to community and Jewish education. And you said, or at least it sounded to me like you realize it's a very tough act to follow. You have generations, and I say that with an S at the end, uh, generations that have been dedicated to the Jewish community, especially in this area, and of course to Jewish education. Is that an additional burden on you, or just it helps all the uh, it helps everything going forward? I appreciate you saying that, and and I there just as in there are today many people helping me. I'm sure there are many people involved in all those uh, different times with the different That's issues yeah. and uh, and and communities. But uh, I am extremely proud of what my my grandfather and his brother Ari uh, started in Elizabeth uh, with the JC and and in many other communities around the world actually, uh, and uh, very proud to be able to continue it. Uh, it was something I was just born into, constantly doing. Uh, watching them do it, watching my father, who then took over and has now been really uh, incredibly active in so many organizations, uh, still active in JC and in the Goa and in Kushner and supportive. And so, look, at a certain point, it's, uh, I was asked to do this, and, and it's, it's really my, my honor, my pleasure, and, and just one of the greatest uh, uh, activities and, and achievements that I can have, I think. Uh, now, again, I should be judged at the end, is the way I look at it. <laughs> Uh, uh, people say, yeah, she called to me. I say, for what? I didn't do it yet. It's only been eight months. But uh, right now, uh, I, I really look forward to uh, seeing what we can do with this, this opportunity. And, and yes, I, having the background, in no way do I see it's a challenge. It's, 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 it's very helpful and, and, and incredibly inspiring for me to try to do at least a little bit of what my grandfather or his, his brother did. Yeah, well, it's an amazing legacy. Uh, before I let you go, Jeremy Halpern, Help me remind the community that uh, there's a big dinner coming up toward the end of the school year. Uh, it's uh, just been announced that June the 5th is going to be a uh, Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School 71st annual dinner, which is amazing. We talked about the history of your family and the involvement of generations. People also have to understand we're sitting in a building that reflects decades and decades of Jewish educational history. And there are a couple of institutions, some that you mentioned, that could match Kushner in terms of the longevity and its influence on the community, but very few. We're talking about a crown jewel when it comes to New Jersey Jewish education, so people should keep that in mind. Uh, I agree. Uh, I'm very proud, actually. We're looking right here at a wall that shows a little glimpse of every decade. Yeah. Uh, this school started in 1942 in Newark, yeah. and it always took uh, the families at the time that could get together and help the community uh, to, to pull together and, and take it to that next level. And, you know, when it went from five small little schools into one school in, in Newark, I think at the time it was called uh, the Hebrew Academy, right. and, and then moved it up uh, to the next building and the next until we finally, uh, the Christian family was uh, so incredibly generous to, 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 to help uh, put this building together. There's a model in the, what we can now call the Founders Atrium right behind us that sh- was the original model that used to sit in the Kushner Company's office, and uh, they did all the fundraising off of that. And it's amazing. I look at it all the time. <laughs> I say, oh, my God, how did this whole building occur? Like, we need you to sponsor. Or that and yeah, they would point to the and, and they did it so uh truthfully you know they say you're, you're standing on the shoulder of giants that's the way i feel and i know the way that my entire executive team feels my co-president we're, we're sitting here standing today on the shoulder of on the shoulders of giants who have done so much you know you have the goddessman family of uh, there's so many many families oh, yeah. i don't want to start naming because i'm gonna miss a bit many of them it's a long list it's, it's amazing and 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 it's really uh this we're very excited about this dinner coming up on june 5th uh, i'm especially proud uh because my um my uncle and truly 
like more like a best friend to Murray Halpern uh, and his wife Batsheva, my wonderful aunt. They are the main honorees along with Taifel family and uh, our, our tremendous administrator, Debbie Fickelstein, who this year chose to uh, uh, um, make a transition in, in her work. And, and we're so indebted and, and grat- with gratitude towards her. And of course, our, our, I call them our young honorees because they, they're you know, part of the young group here, uh, which is the Diamonds from um, West Orange, an incredible family. And uh, it's really great. We have sort of representation from all different areas here, from uh, geographically, and it's going to be a, a great dinner. I hope everybody will come out to join us and uh, help to sponsor us because it's going to be a fantastic evening. That's happening June 5th at Factory 220 in Passaic, and we're going to use this opportunity, Jeremy and I, to give a special shout-out to Batsheva and Murray Halpern. And Murray, of course, chairs the Atid Society. We've been in this building for those events. I've never been in this building, though, when school's been in session, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, this morning, because obviously the work that they do, it, it, this is what it's for. It's for to, you know to fund the regular school days and all the the uh, the uh, learning that goes on here on a daily basis. Actually, I'm so happy you brought up the, the work that goes on for the Atee Society and for go uh, for the dinner. Because truthfully, and I was talking before from a business point of view about a product. Right. So everybody who comes here and pays tuition at school, they're getting a much higher value than what is simply uh, the, the amount they pay, right? It's a, everybody pays a lot of money to come to school, no question. But the value they get is tremendous. And then, thank God, we have the ability to go to a, a, a good amount of families. Again, it's, it's always about lots of people working together to say, you know, there are some that need a little bit more help than others, and please, can you help us to fill in that gap? And we, we wind up delivering a, a total product for an average cost that is much less than a lot of the other schools around. And I'm always looking and so thankful to the community for what they do. Everybody steps up all the time in different ways. And we're able to allow any kid who lives in our community who wants a Jewish education, no matter what the situation is, we'll find a way to make it work. And uh, uh, as long as the parents will work with us, we'll work with them. And we're so proud of that. And to me, when you see the kids start to stream in here in a few minutes, it's, it's great. We have such a diversified uh, um, uh, mix of kids here and they really get molded in this school into you know Kushner graduates are not just great students they are the future leaders of our country and our our Jewish world and I'm very proud to be just a small small part of that well it's uh, phenomenal everybody out there uh, you have an opportunity to be at the dinner on June the 5th we'll remind you as we get closer and Jeremy Halpern I thank you for welcoming us here today and for being here with us this early it's much appreciated. Thank you so much for being here. We really uh, we appreciate it very much. He's co-president of uh, the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School, Jeremy Halpern. That was my conversation with the president of the Kushner Schools, Mr. Jeremy Halpern. Next up, the head of school, K-12, through Rabbi Eli Rubin. He joined us during the Kushner Show to discuss Jewish education and some of the specifics about the Kushner School. Rabbi Eli Rubin on this week's edition of JM Rewind here at the Nahum Siegel Network. JM in the AM. We are live at the Kushner Schools in Livingston, New Jersey. We've been talking about this for a long time, being here at the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy in the Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School. We are here Purim week, which is even more exciting because you know how our schools are in our community when it comes to Purim week. It's always a very festive environment all through the week. And now one of the uh, highlights of our visit to the Kushner Schools, the head of school, for the last many, many years, Rabbi Eliezer Rubin. Rabbi Rubin is here to greet us, and together we are going to watch 
the doors of Kushner fly open as uh, hundreds and hundreds of students are about to walk in these school doors on a Tuesday morning. Rabbi Rubin, welcome to JM and the AM, and thanks for welcoming us here to the Kushner schools. Thank you so much. What a pleasure and an honor to be here, Nachum, and thanks for coming to our hallways and filling the airways here. Uh, it's uh, quite an exciting day before Purim and even more exciting with you in our hallway. I Thank appreciate you. it. I see some people already are dressed up in Purim uh, costumes. Uh, yes, I'm glad that you sense that just on Purim they get up dressed this way. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. As much as there's excitement and there's a lot of vigor in the hallways, <laughs> we're usually more conventional in the way that we appear. Well, I did say if we show up this week uh, that it would be a more festive environment. Are you already feeling the uh, the anticipation of uh, Thursday and then Friday, actually, you're going to have school on Shushan Purim, right? right? We have school Shushan Purim, and yes, it is more festive since Rosh Chodesh Hadar. We've been feeling the uh, electricity and the vibrancy in the hallways. And uh, it's, I always like to think that school is not about necessarily the moment. It's the day in, day out of the transmission of the messaging and the education, uh, all based on educational philosophy. We are an N through 12 school, one of the few uh, in New Jersey, and gives us the opportunity to really look at education with a scope and sequence that begins from nursery school all the way through grade 12. Uh, That's an exciting aspect because we can actually plan methodically and thoughtfully, looking both at the moment and at the outcome, the desired outcomes of education, so we can design the inputs. And that gives us the opportunity also to measure and to evaluate our program based on the progression of students. And it gives teachers the opportunity also to synergetically talk to one another and share and integrate uh, their ideas so that we can look at education more holistically and more systematically. Well, if that's the case, and if you're making the case, that would mean that the high school has certain things about it that are different because N through 8 exists. And... N through 8 has things that are different about it because the high school is right next door. That's really a great insight, Nahum. In fact, we are just finishing up now a style book uh, for the English language curriculum so that we could coordinate not only just the, not only the academic aspect and the curriculum and the language, but also make sure that our teachers are all working towards the same goal for writing and for analyzing literature, using the literary terms and the writing concepts that are, will create consistency uh, for student learning. Uh, and it was a great collaborative effort to see stu- school teachers from the different divisions working together and understanding one another and providing an educational experience for students, which is consistent. And consistency is critical. It's key in learning. Hmm, interesting. Rabbi Rubens here, of course. We are speaking with the head of school here at the Kushner Schools. Um, the whole dynamic of uh, having all these grades together, having all these grades you know, under your jurisdiction, frankly, uh, it must be very interesting. Is there a dynamic that has a crossover between the Judaic studies and the secular studies as well? There's a very positive esprit de corps in the school. We're all rowing together in the same direction. Um, each department understands that it's a complement to the other, but there's a lot of passion uh, for each discipline. Uh, Judaic studies in Torah is the heartbeat. Uh, it is the core essence of the school, along with our uh, embrace of and support of Medina Israel, of course, developmentally in its appropriate time. Uh, the concept of Torah permeates every aspect of school. Uh, we're just sitting right here, Nachum, when you walk in. To, to my left is the yep. Beit Midrash. As soon as you walk in, the same in the high school entrance. The first room that any student faces when walking into the school is the library and the Beit Midrash. I assume that was and done that's purposely. A symbolic 
gesture, it's a message that the uh, center court of the school, uh, the logo, the symbol of the school is Torah and is learning. Uh, in fact, I, I, I th- one of the really nice parts of the school is the fact that uh, the different divisions collaborate with one another. And so just recently, the second grade in the high school worked on a homeless project, and they collected clothes, and the high school students distribu- uh, distributed them in Newark. In fact, we're developing a nice relationship with the folks in Newark because of our outreach, No Chesed, and thanks to the great work of uh, Rabbi Kirsch and the, and, and, and the, the sense of caring and, and the commitment to community. Uh, we've also know him gone on through a very exciting building campaign in the last five years. We're now on a very ambitious project to develop the Side 6. Now, the Side 6 will include soccer field, an amphitheater, uh, basketball courts, uh, tennis courts. Uh, it will call uh, an outdoor recreation field. And we have an indoor recreational facility for inclement weather. We're not in Florida. <laughs> for all of Nachum's <laughs> listeners in warmer climate, this is New Jersey. And we can actually have recess indoors uh, in, a sh- in a very beautiful, wide-open space that was recently renovated, the Nomi Rosenfeld Key Law Center. Uh, and that comes on the heels of transforming the entire building. We have renovated the JKHA science uh, labs. We have included... The exceptional science facilities that you'll hear about a little later. Uh, we've even renovated the Beit Midrash. We look at the library and the media center and the study center and the Jeremy and Albie Halpern st- student lounge. And the list goes on to places to give children a sense that education is dignified. And when you raise the bar to a level of dignity for students, they reach that bar. And if you respect education, students respect education. And our students are dignified, they're uh, committed, they're devoted, and they understand the core values of what we stand for. Everybody, Rubens here, of course. We speak with him literally in the lobby of the Kushner schools as students and teachers uh, are pouring in to start the school day. You know, it would be, I'd be remiss if I didn't get your opinion about. Um, Uh, the nature of being a student today, because uh, we know how difficult the challenges are. Uh, It's a, you know, the United States, as great as it is, does present uh, many distractions, uh, many different things that the students could pursue, and yet you're able, from your vantage point, to supervise students who are very into APAC and very into sports and very into Torah study. And we just spoke a moment ago with people who are are dedicating their free time to Torah Bowl and Chidona Tanakh. How is it? with all the cynicism that we have about how hard it is to be a kid these days in this type of environment in this country, how is it that students decide to pursue those things? And Nachum, it's really remarkable that although you sit behind a radio station, you have such a great <laughs> understanding of the uh, heartbeat and of, and of the rhythms of American society for yeshiva high school kids and elementary school. Uh, it's a complex answer. Uh, I think first and foremost, messaging has to be clear and consistent. Uh, You just mentioned some of the great achievements of our students. The kids in the school have gumption. Uh, They have resolve. There's a lot of moxie. They feel pride in what they're doing. And when kids and adults, for that matter, feel pride in our identity and our heritage and our traditions, they hold on and they engage them and they make them important core values of their lives. And it's not... It, it's, a, it's in the Torah Bowl, and it's in the Chidona Tanakh, and it's in the day-to-day expressions of learning. But you see also that for, we're a big, small school. I, I was just speaking to the students on Friday that for a school that uh, is cons- maybe considered smaller in the New Jersey community, uh, we have 
racked up wins and achievements that rival schools that are certainly larger than ours because the kids have pride in what they're doing and they feel the support and the comfort and the security of what the school offers them and they're able to stretch beyond their own maybe self-imposed limitations and go see horizons that they didn't think they were able to necessarily reach. The big small concept of a school makes sure that everybody matters. And if everybody matters in a school, then they'll go ahead and they'll achieve more because they know they matter to people and they matter to themselves. The only way to carry that out, by the way, is to have faculty that, that you know, is ready to take on this mission and be inspiring and instill confidence in these students. Well, that's because they know they matter. Right. They matter. They have, they're charged with a responsibility for educating the Jewish youth of tomorrow. I don't know, say that the Jewish leaders of tomorrow, sometimes I find that a little bit off-putting. Not every student that graduates school is going to necessarily be a leader, but everyone has to be a, a committed, devoted Jewish person, Torah-observant person in his or her own world, and then you become a leader just for your own life. Of course, that can expand outward, and it does, and that's why our students are the, one, the, the largest yeshiva high school APAC group in the United States yeah, of America. Which is unbelievable. We'll and talk more about you that. Get but it's recognized just every single year for it. That's why our students could also, with this big, small school where they care, know they can win the JV Hockey Championship. We, can, we have a championship chess team. The, the big small school means that everybody here in this building matters to somebody else and so do the teachers. We invest a lot in professional development. We have, over the years, and thanks to the Federation who's been our partner with this, uh, we even have a person who's dedicated to making sure that every single teacher in the school could engage in a professional development opportunity that will either remediate an issue or it will create more professional growth. And when you acknowledge teachers and you recognize that the teachers in the school are what matters, then the student matters. And recently, I think, I don't know how many schools have been able to engage this because it hasn't just been very recently released. We've uh, participated in a faculty survey to determine how are they feeling in the school? What is their experience? We survey students. We survey parents. But probably the most, one of the most important stakeholders in the success of a school is the teachers. Right. How are they faring? And when we get that data back, we'll analyze that data on a more of a metacognitive way and say, okay, what do we do with this information to make sure that our teachers can thrive in an environment where they can inspire our students to embrace and engage our ideals? You know, we're here on a quote-unquote typical Tuesday. Is there such a thing as a typical day here? Or you, you never know what may happen when you're walking the halls here. Uh, that's the greatest part of education. This is the, the most exciting life uh, every single day. It's a new day. It's, uh, when you bring in 780 or 800 students into a building and faculty and parents and even grandparents, uh, there's a new dynamic every moment. And that dynamic is one which... Uh, creates a vibrancy and a vim and a vigor and a vitality that really kind of uplifts everybody's spirits. You can see he's just sitting in the hallway, the kids walking through the building and just feeling, okay, I'm home. We hear that from our college graduates also. I love when they come back. Or our students who live in Israel, our students who are, who are studying for a year in Israel and they come back, our students who are fighting in Sahel and they come back. I just recently, last week, I was in Israel for two weeks ago for a wedding of one of our graduates, and I stopped by Givat um, HaTachmoshet. Uh, to acknowledge one of our students who just finished his Masakumta. He just finished his, uh, one of the more important benchmarks in Salas at San Khan. And what made me so excited is that besides that all of his peers came out from the different yeshiva to greet him, his brother, who is a graduate of ours also, is a commanding officer in the same San Khanim battalion. So here Do their parents know? And the, 
And that's why we're getting, our school is growing. We have fam- children from um, uh, Edison, from... from uh, right, a lot of different neighborhoods. We have from uh, uh, Middlesex County. Uh, we have from East Brunswick. Uh, we have from Staten Island, uh, Elizabeth Linden. Um, we have from uh, uh, Springfield. I don't go through the list. I'll start uh, leaving anyone out. No one should be feel, feel uncomfortable with Short Hills. We have Randolph. Uh, we have really? uh, Highland Park, Muncie. Uh, we have so many students. We, we made a graphic of all of different communities that our kids come from. And it's, it's just, uh, it's obviously, Li- Livingston and West Orange are, are the main feeder towns for the school. And now we're attracting Nahum students from Teaneck. It's been, uh, it's been an interesting new development that students and families from Teaneck have discovered what some people call the best-kept secret in New Jersey. <laughs> and before you guys ask me to leave the air, which is not easy... <laughs> I don't get this opportunity very well. Well, I could do this with you all morning, but I'm totally other guests. Yes, that's all. Right. I don't want to take that. That's the problem. And they have the more important guests. You're going to hear from students. I'm just going to fade away one day into some assisted living home. It's the students you want to listen to. And I want to thank our supporters who have really enabled us and encouraged us and inspired us to keep on reaching for higher heights. And I wanted to point you, that. You, you mentioned, first of all, I, I think you know this story. But we were, we were in 2014, uh, literally on the Gaza border at the time of the war. Yes. And we meet a whole group of Israeli soldiers. And then at some point, someone mentions my name to them just to, you know, just to introduce me, whatever. And one says, oh, my gosh, I, listened to you, I used to listen to you every morning. I went to Kushner. <laughs> I mean, a Livingston kid who is s- serving on the front lines. I mean, I, but I'm sure that's been replicated for you many times yes. as you tour through Israel. But I wanted to mention I got a note that Nina Khan... A Kushner 2017 graduate, does that make sense? Is currently in the IDF, uh, Madrichat Shirayon. I got this note from her mom. And uh, she sent along a note about a March 28th parents' night for parents of current and future lone soldiers. So the connection to the IDF between the students and parents of this institution is amazing. And they take great leadership roles. I got a note last night from one of our parents that the, the newly elected president of the MIT Hillel is also one of our Kushner graduates. Nice. Uh, we don't have to tell them to take the step forward. They're inspired. They, they're, they're enchanted. They understand that they have a role. They have a role to the, that's for themselves, for their own Torah Jewish commitment. But more important, as important, they have also an important role with, to play within the Jewish Torah community. And I would like to think in humanity as well. It doesn't stop there. And uh, this is a great opportunity, Nachum. Thank you. I'm Thank getting, you. I'm getting those googly eyes from everyone around me. It's time to get up. I, even though I could be a rabbi, I know when it's time to stop talking. So thank you very much for this wonderful opportunity. Rabbi Ruben, thank you for welcoming You're us here. You're the best, Nachum. You are the thank best. Uh, amazing. That was my conversation with Rabbi Eli Rubin, head of school K-12 through at the Kushner Schools in Livingston, New Jersey. Next up, Director of Development for the Kushner Schools, Lauren Shapiro, joined us during that show to discuss many aspects, historical aspects and present-day aspects of the Kushner Schools. Lauren Shapiro on this edition of JM Rewind on the Nahum Siegel Network. Lauren Shapiro is here. Nice to reunite with you in this forum. How are you? It's good to see you. A a lady with one of the most difficult jobs on planet Earth, in my opinion. She's director of development (laughs) of one of the greatest Jewish institutions out there. Everyone says that, but uh... at least we recognize it, right? Thank God for that. Yeah, you know, it's. uh, I hear that a lot when people ask what I do, but uh, I don't see it as uh, as um, so much of a a difficult job. I think people are really. very proud of our school and very happy to get involved, to engage, and to join us in, in our mission. And I think that when you, 
when you look at it from that perspective, I think there's a lot of people out there who want to be part of uh, what we're doing. It's important. They get it. And uh, getting them on board is it's just, I think they're, they're actually really excited to have the opportunity to participate in philanthropy and in, you know, being an engaged uh, stakeholder in the school. So. Well, I agree with you on all that. But the reason I say difficult is because these days, even the most generous people are pulled in a million different directions. Mm -hmm. And to motivate them to support basic Jewish education, basic in in quotation marks, of course, we know how enhanced Jewish education is here, but you get my point, Mm -hmm. is sometimes difficult. And I know that, um, you know, I I have seen, from my vantage point, you run a few projects, (laughs) and I think you've done amazing at them. So so hence I say a difficult job, but one that you are doing very well at. By the way, I noticed that you're holding the invitation, or at least the announcement, for the big dinner coming up on the 5th of June. I am. I wanted to make sure you had seen it. Uh, I guess you already had. Yeah, we've been wishing a milestone (laughs) to all the honorees, and uh, especially you know that Batsheva and Murray Halpern are are, are so uh, important to us and uh, have been amazing friends of this network for quite a while, and you're going to be recognizing them on the 5th of June. We are. And what's uh, going to be a great celebration, I'm this, sure. This is um, the annual dinner is a big part of our annual campaign. Uh, it's uh, the biggest event that we do and raises the biggest amount of funding for our school for, for the year. Uh, Batsheva and Murray are the guests of honor. We have a wonderful uh, lineup of honorees. We're honoring Debbie Finkelstein, well, we who just we spoke just spoke with. Um, and we're also honoring uh, Francine and Carrie Tyfell and uh, Sarah and Michael Diamond. And it's really, it's, these are, I think the, the breadth of the lineup really demonstrates the deep bench we have of people who engage and support the school. Um, Batshev and Murray, as you know, have been chairs of the Atit Society sure. for 11 years uh, bringing millions and millions and millions of dollars into the school and really supporting Jewish education in such an incredible way in our community. Um, and you were asking before about, you know, how it, it is hard and to get people to get involved, but there are, we are very blessed in this community. We have an incredible group of people who are very committed to not just to Jewish education, but to Jewish education here in our school and in. Uh, this community, and uh, and as you know, as somebody who was part of uh, the school going back a few years, mm-hmm. um, too many years ago, <laughs> there have been people who are who have made sure that that the Jewish children in this area uh, have the opportunity to to have that kind of Jewish education. How many years have you been with uh, Kushner? So I've been here. This is my fifth year as development director, but I've been a parent in the school for a little bit longer. I was a board member before this. So I came, I actually had a whole nother career before this. (laughs) Uh, We owe you a thank you because um, you've made sure, and I know that you would give the credit to others as well, and I'm sure they deserve it, but you are one of the people who's made sure to really focus on the rich history of this institution. Mm -hmm. It's all over the place when you walk through these halls, right when you walk into the school building. And to have my father's name and the names of so many people that I remember as a youngster, I could go through every name on that board with you right now and tell you <laughs> which ones I sat next to in shul as a little kid and which ones were influential, uh, both as, uh, as male and female leaders of the community. Um, it, it, it just, it's wonderful to know that the people here recognize that there were so many efforts made and so many sacrifices made to get to this point. Well, we are incredibly proud of the rich history of the school. Uh, you know, it goes back to the early 1940s uh, right. to Newark, um, and it's a rich part of the Jewish history in New Jersey. Right, this whole area. Yeah, it really is. And your father was uh, such an important part of that. Um, you know, really played an incredibly 
uh, long-time role in the school, shaping uh, where we are today. And you know, I think part of development, I always, I always say you have to stop and pause every now and then and take a look at where you are and how you got there before you can really appreciate where you're going in the future or, or really envision what the future should look like. So I think it, I think it was very important that we stopped this year and we just uh, dedicated our atrium uh, to the founders of the school. And your father is, uh, of course, of blessed memory, is one of those uh, important people who played a role in making sure that we have the school we have today and that children like mine have been the lucky beneficiaries of that. I also want to make a special shout-out on that point to Jerry Gottesman. Oh, yeah. Uh, who um, I, I worked Talk about with, giants. Talking about giants in our community here in Metro West. Yep. Uh, Paul and Jerry, as as you probably know, have been incredible supporters of Jewish education here in our school. Um, we have a long history going back with Jerry's father, uh, who was uh, probably your, you knew your father very well, and I knew him. <laughs> and um, and Jerry's brother was a, a student at our school, and I think Jerry had. I spent a lot of time working with Jerry uh, before he passed. Uh, and he, he was really very focused on making sure that we recognize the rich history of our school. And when we offered him uh, an opportunity to name something in our school uh, because of the incredible uh, amount of support that he and Paula have given, uh, he, he didn't hesitate and he wanted to make sure that we didn't, it wasn't about him, it was about recognizing all the people who had really gone before him and who had helped shape him and, and the Jewish community here in Metro West. It was such a beautiful thing. I feel very, very privileged to have had the opportunity to work with Jerry on that before he died. And I continue to work with Paula on making sure that we, um, we, we give honor to that legacy, which I think is a really, really meaningful one. And I think the more that people appreciate where we came from, um, and when you look at the school today, and if you talk to people who were involved in the school over the last 70-odd years, <laughs> we really have come a long way. And the kind of education that our kids are getting today, is it's just gotten better and better. And we're very, very privileged and fortunate. When you speak to Paula, if you could let her know we were here, I think she'd, be, I yeah. think she'd get a thrill out of that. Uh, knowing sure. that we were here this morning, um, and by the way, as you, you talk about taking a pause, as, as these, as these, I assume nursery or kindergarten children were walking by a moment ago. I almost asked you to stop just to see the fruits of your labor because I'm sure that also goes through your mind. Yeah. That every time you run a program and every time you get more and more support and people involved, you get to fund the education of these amazing little kids. <laughs> it is, you know, it it. There are so many moments, um, and, and it doesn't. It, almost every day there's a moment where I take a deep breath and I really do look around and think that all the hard work and all the, the sweat uh, and, and the perspiration <laughs> <Aggravation>. and aggravation. <laughs> that people the, like me give you. <laughs> no, but all, all the things that you work so hard to do, um, you know, there's a moment every day where you really, really, really feel that it was all worth it and that you are making a difference, you know. In life, all we want is to make a little bit of a difference every day, somehow leave the world a better place. And I think that when we, when we, when we take a look at uh, kids dancing at a Shabbat assembly and singing, and when I look at what goes on in the high school at, you know, I see the, the videos from our Shabbaton, because I don't go on the Shabbatons because <laughs> my kids are there. <laughs> um, but I, and I see the, the, the amount of spirit at, at our games, and I see what our kids are getting out of athletic programs and APAC and um, every rich program and the, the way the Jewish calendar uh, is part of my, our children's lives. 
this is so meaningful to us. And, and as a, I, I look at what I see the kids getting on a daily basis, and I really do feel that we can't possibly do enough. And thank God there are people in our community who really, really believe in that too. So... Good to be surrounded by people like that, huh? Yes. Uh, Lauren, I am glad we had an opportunity to have this discussion. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Always good to see you, Nachum, and thank you so much for always giving uh, our school a shout-out. We're very lucky to have you as a friend of uh, Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School. Appreciate that. Lauren Shapiro, Director of Development here at the Kushner Schools, thank you again. That was my conversation with Lauren Shapiro, Director of Development at the Kushner Schools, during our visit to the Kushner Schools in Livingston, New Jersey. Finally, we spoke with uh, Simon Jacob, one-time president of the Kushner Schools, and Rabbi Sharbat, current teacher at the Kushner Schools, together in a conversation during our visit to Kushner. Here's that conversation on this edition of JM Rewind on the Nahum Siegel Network. Well, we have two special guests who are in our mobile studio here at the Kushner Schools. We'll start with Rabbi Sharbat. Rabbi Sharbat is the spiritual leader of the Sephardic congregation, would that be the, the appropriate way of saying it? Congregation of Asachim and A. Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey, with the great Rabbi Zwickler, of course. Uh, Rabbi Shabbat is here. Good morning. And Good Rabbi morning. Shabbat, we should mention, <laughs> while we're in Kushner, we should mention Rabbi Shabbat is, in fact, an instructor of Judaic studies here at Kushner. Teaching what grades, Rabbi? Teach middle school and high school, 7th seventh through 12th grade. 7th through 12th? Middle school and high school. Talk about the most challenging <laughs> grades, my gosh. <laughs> And the uh, chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative, who is the past president of the Kushner Schools. One of the past presidents. One of the past presidents. Well, of course, they've had many presidents. One of the past presidents of the Kushner School. And um, and an amazing friend of the Nahum Siegel Network, Simon Jacob, is here in our mobile studio in Livingston, New Jersey, here at JM in the AM. Boker Tov. And what's funny about this, and I think some of our listeners get it, yeah. is that generally now you're in Israel. Oh, but ironically, absolutely. because of a turn of events, this week you happen to be here in the United States, and we get to yep. do this together, which is so nice. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem is right. You told me something off the air last week, which I found fascinating, especially someone like myself who has a history with this school. Uh-oh. You remember when it was decided that this can no longer be a school that goes through eighth grade, that the community... The need of the community needs us to expand to include ninth through 12th grade. Essentially, you remember the day that the Kushner High School idea came about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I was a little bit involved. Um, there <laughs> were many, many people involved at that time, and there were many, uh, many, many people who had gotten tired of uh, driving on the Garden State Parkway north uh, to take their kids to... Uh, Schools in Bergen County are driving south to take their kids to Elizabeth. Right. And um, we, it, was, it was really uh, a, a wonderful decision. Um, I had a son who was in the first graduating class of, uh, of, the, high of the high school. That's cool. And then went on to be an instructor here and then ended up moving to Eretz Yisrael. Um, my son, Rabbi, Rabbi Shimshon Jacob. Sure. Um, one of the things that's so special here, and you get it as soon as you walk through the front door of, uh, of the Hebrew Academy, uh, Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, is you see uh, we're, we're actually po- poised here in front of the Beit Knesset. Right. Um, unfortunately, the glass of the Beit Knesset also reflects all the sounds. So it's a little <laughs> bit of an echo, you know, it's a little bit of echoing and what have you going on here. But 
uh, on one side is the library and on the other side is the Beit Knesset. So it was physically a uh, representation of Torah Mada. So it was really very uh, strong, a strong theme that this was uh, a modern Orthodox um, yeshiva and yeshiva high school as well. So Baruch Hashem. Yeah, they've, really cer- they've certainly answered the call to, for that mission, that's for yeah. sure. Uh, both Simon and Rabbi Shabbat could address the following. Uh, Rabbi Shabbat, we'll start with you. It is a community is so different when there's a high school, right? A community is just different. It's it's upgraded. It's viewed differently. There's, there's even the even on non-school days, even on Shabbat, the community feels different when there's an educational institution like this around. Absolutely. I mean, the students um, they go to the communities for Shabbat. Right. Uh, the, many of the teachers who live in the different communities host the students. Uh, last week there was an 11th grade Shabbaton. The week before that, a 10th grade Shabbaton in right. different communities. Um, it's so special to have the high school. Um, as it's a K through 12 education, uh, and uh, parents don't have to think, okay, where are we going after eighth grade? Where are my kids going to go? The challenges of getting into schools—it's—it's it's not like that here. It's like really, you feel the progression all the way from a child who walks through the doors at the age of four or five, and then leaves the doors at an age of 18. The full gamut, and it's so special, like a family that just continues to move on in every simcha, every life, life cycle event, at every stage of their life. The school is, is the center of their life. You know, Simon, in a way, it's like, okay, community, now you've made it because you have a high school. Like, now you're a real community because you basically now have everything that you need to be a community. It was a huge step. It was a very huge step uh, to do it. Um, we couldn't have done it without, uh, uh, without the Kushner family and, the, and this incredible building. Uh, the space really gave us an opportunity to be able to uh, build out the high school, and uh, it's just been just been an in- incredible uh, journey. Yeah, for those who um, don't realize it, it's all in the same building, but you never know it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. it's all here on one campus, but you do feel the difference between the elementary school and so, the high school. So the high school's been here for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, the thing is that they have like mirror image gyms mm-hmm. on either side, one for um, the elementary and one for the high school. The only thing that changes is the logo on the floor. Right. And unless you look, I remember before they put those logos, um, I used to get confused where I was in the building. <laughs> I'm still confused. Yeah, I, I, I get lost. To, I used to get confused. So, um, but it was, it's, there's so many families from so many parts of the community I remember the Steins dedicated the auditorium mm. here. Uh, it was that was a project that we thought was going to be later down and the I road. Remember, and I remember when we actually when the building was being constructed, and I walked through a door by mistake, and all of a sudden in front of me was this huge auditorium, and I, it brought me to tears to be quite honest because I, I just I couldn't believe it. So um, it was just. There's so many people who have put their hearts and souls. The the Klats for so many years ran bazaars for us, and 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 there's just so many families. I I just can't tell you all of the families that were involved. And I know I've mentioned a few, um, but you can't anywhere. Yeah, it's a long uh, list. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge list. And yeah. I'm and I'm an old timer. You know, I'm an old guy. I don't even. I you know I know some of the younger couples. 
Uh, but it's really, really special. You and Barry were honored at the most recent dinner last, last year, the 70th anniversary, with Rabbi right. Kirsch, by the way, ironically right. enough, right. who's, of course, right. with us right here. Uh, and that list of people who support this institution, I remember seeing it at the dinner, is, is quite impressive, to say it the least. Really so, and a lot of historic names, as you said. Rabbi Sharbat, is it difficult teaching high school these days? You know, I love every moment that I'm here. The students are so energetic. Uh, they're, they're excited. There's, there's a sense of, of just feeling happy in the building. Um, it's challenging going from 7th all the way to 12th. <laughs> I can that could be hard, but it's, it's unbelievable. You know, part of being a rabbi in the community, um, I, enjoy watching, I enjoy watching them grow. Um, you know, I've been to s- some of their uh, bar mitzvot, and now they're graduating high school, and it's, it's, it's so unbelievable to watch. What I was alluding to, however that these days, mm-hmm. it's not easy being a teenager. Uh, no, it is and not. there are a lot of challenges, and there are a lot of distractions, and there's a lot of very difficult uh, you know, things to, to, to maneuver. Yeah, there are, and uh, the school here is at the forefront. They, they try to, to see what, what the issues the teenagers have all across America, not just obviously in the Jewish world. And they address them. And they on. address them. Uh, they speak to parents about it. They speak to the students about it. The teachers know about it. Um, it's, it's something that, that they, they understand the struggles. Uh, but even Shabbat, we're has, even Shabbat has become Absolutely. a totally different yeah. type of challenge. There's been a lot of articles about it yeah. in the, the Jewish newspapers. Uh, we're aware of it, and we're here to support them and to help the students through that journey in high school. Um, you know, I could just remember back when I was a high school student, and anyone could think of when they were high school students. You know, their minds think differently, and they're developing over right. time. And we're here to guide them and to support them and to be there for them through that, through, through those crucial Well, moments. if you're enjoying the experience, it means that, that there's some good stuff going on. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know? I love it. Absolutely. If you don't dread walking in here, then it must be amazing. And spontaneous and, dancing and being with the students. <laughs> I love watching their sports games. This is great. This is great. Are you feeling the Purim <laughs> atmosphere here this week? Oh, my goodness. Woof. It's like every theme you could think of between the high school and the lower school and the middle school. I mean, you can't go wrong. You got anything you want. Will Simon be dressed in a costume tomorrow night in your synagogue? I yes or no? So Simon, what happens generally? Uh, he does, absolutely. absolutely. Do you? You'll, yeah, you'll have something every, that I hope for Iraqi this. flavor. Uh, yeah, yeah there'll be a Middle Jalabia Eastern, North a, African. Yes, some. yes, I'm going to be wearing a jalabia and. Uh, <laughs> And um, some sort of a big uh, fancy kippah. We'll see. Uh, you know that that brings up. You know, you're really kind of the um, the the person who runs the Svartic program within Kushner as well. So he and bridges. That's one of the, he bridges right. that, and it's um, it's very special to note. Uh, we have both. You know, a huge Ashkenazi population and a growing Svarti population. Oh, yes. So it's it's especially for having the Bet Knesset in West Orange, the Svarti Bet Knesset in West Orange, having a local school that gets you through school and, you know, lower school and high, middle school and high school, having a Svartic flavor is very, very important to yeah, people. We, so. we have Svartic Minyan. Um, we offer Svartic Halakha. I'm there for the Svartic students. But it's, what's amazing is that I have so many Ashkenazic students who join the Minyan and who love the tefillah, they love the nigunim, they love the music. I just see a student of mine walking by who joins the Sephardic minyan, and he's not Sephardic, and he joins it and loves it, but it, it gives them a, a, an exposure that when they go to different communities, 
they they're accustomed. They know what's going on. They don't walk in, you know, confused. Right. What's happening here? What is this? What, so why funny. is the Torah standing up like that? And we already <laughs> teach it from a very why young age. The preschoolers, standing? we have programs for there where we show them the difference between Ashkenazi and Sephardic Sifrei Torah and the differences between the two. And it gives them a sense of pride for the Sephardic students. But it also, it's a very important um, tool for, this, for all of the students to, to, to be educated and to really know more than just what happens in their own shuls. And it's a huge element for the West Orange community as well, having the Bit Knesset there and having a school that you can send your kids to. So it it's, uh, it it's really special. And I know that kids take great pride when they're able to make that crossover to other Nusraot because my own son the other day came home <laughs> and said to me with great pride, you'll never believe it, I did Hagba on a Sephardi uh-huh. Sefer Torah. Which is not easy, right? It's not easy. That's a measure of a strong teenager. <laughs> not easy. So he was happy that he Good. knew how to do it. I wouldn't have known at the age of 13 how to, how to, how to behave exactly. in a Sephardic synagogue. How to do it, which and is so important. Course, right, exactly. Uh, I thank both of you very much. Rabbi Shabbat, continued success. Do we say Simchat Purim? What do we say in the Sephardic tradition? What is it? Purim Sameach. Chag Purim Sameach. Purim Sameach. Simon, yes. I thank you for everything. Thank you, Nachum. It's and a pleasure to have you here. It's amazing that it ended up that, that fate we, or Hakadosh Baruch Hu put us made sure we'd be here today there's together. No, yeah, there's no coincidences. So that Baruch Nachum, thank you for everything Shalom you do for all of Am Yisrael. I appreciate that very, very much. That was my conversation with Simon Jacob and Rabbi Sharbat during our most recent visit to the Kushner Schools in Livingston, New Jersey. Thanks so much for listening to JM Rewind. Plenty coming up on the Nahum Siegel Network all day long. And, of course, great interviews all the time on JM in the AM and JM Rewind right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. With the rising sun on her wedding day, she raised her eyes to the heavens, and she thanked Hashem for the man of truth with whom she Nightfall came, destiny betrayed the veil, concealing another. Yet her sister's shame, not her shattered dreams, took hold of her senses Mama Rachel cried for us again Won't you shed a tear for your dear children If you raise your sweet voice now as then the day will come Mama Rachel cried for us again 
Won't you shed a tear for your dear children? Vezichu take the shavuvanim vikvula. In a roadside grave, she was laid to rest. In solitude forever. But her voice gave hope to the broken hearts of her daughters and sons. When her plaintive cry gained divine consent, a challenge to her Maker, can the mercy of mere flesh and blood run deeper? You shed a tear for your dear children. If you raise your sweet voice now as then, the day will come. Mother of the cry for us again. Won't you shed a tear for your dear children? It's our Father's will, He who made us all. There we ask of you to defy Him. Yet a frightened child, numb from pain and grief, remains for. Clinging to the faith that it can be heard as it cries out to its mother. Mommy, mommy, when no chamo, threatens all to kiss in the night so.
Shavu vanim, likvu 